My name is David Porter. I am the author of Five Minutes to Live. Thank you so much for being here today and listening to this podcast. Uh, just a few things to, to note. Um, in the description of the podcast, I've got the purchase link if you want to purchase Five Minutes to Live. I've also got my Facebook and Twitter links so you can find me. I'd love to hear from you. I'll interact with you. Um, the, the purpose of this podcast, we are reading through Five Minutes to Live chapter by chapter, releasing a new chapter each week, and I release them on Tuesday mornings at 7 a.m. Central Time. Now, if you're here and you haven't started with the prologue, episode number one, go back, start there, or you're going to be completely lost. Please set the alert notification, whatever that looks like on your podcast of choice, so that when the new episode is released, it alerts you. Now, one other thing, Five Minutes to Live has a lot of footnotes. There are a lot of scientific references and a lot of Bible verses. In each episode, I'll list all of those footnotes so you'll have them. You can go back and research, read about the people, read about the articles, read about the science, and read the Bible verses. Finally, I've got a new book that I've finished writing. It's called 60 Seconds of Silence. It's not out yet, but as soon as it is, I'll go back and list the link so you can purchase it in the description of each episode as well. Now, with that, thanks for being here. Let's get to it. Chapter 23. My eyes explode open. It's an unusual feeling, like being torn from a lifelong coma. My ears are ringing and my head is pounding and I have no idea why. Desperate to figure out where I am and what's going on, I try to look at my surroundings, but the pain is unbearable. I gasp as each shift of my weight, each movement is torture to my body. All I know is that I have to keep going. I must save her. Three simple words keep running through my mind. Relentless, nonstop, pounding like a heartbeat. You're not alone. You're not alone. You're not alone. You're not alone. My face is pressed into sun-bleached pavement. It's a colorless gray and warm to the touch. I can smell dirt and exhaust fumes. Shifting my weight again, trying to roll over, every muscle groans and spasms. I'm stiff from physical exertion. Bruises cover my body, and for some reason there's blood all over me. I must save her. I'm finally able to turn to see the sun hanging low and still in the sky. It's either early morning or very late afternoon. I can't tell which. The air is dry and crisp with no hint of moisture. There's something familiar yet unusual in the air. Sirens are wailing in the distance an alarm clock to my stiff, tired body. You're not alone. You're not alone. You're not alone. You're not alone. Slowly, I press up onto my hands and knees. The pain takes my breath away. I'm forced to stay in that position to regain my strength, my composure. Each breath in and out feels like it takes hours to inhale and expel. There's no traffic on the street, but I know I need to get out of the road, so I press up to one knee, 
and see more of my surroundings. On either side of the street, cars line the curb, parked close to one another, bumper to bumper. City parking. Past the cars, there are two-story buildings, as far as I can see, framing the street. The bottom levels are littered with shops, not yet open or closed for the evening. The glass windows are barred shut, and there are colorful signs in an unknown language. The signs hang perpendicular to the buildings over the sidewalks. The sidewalks act as a boundary to the cars, keeping them several feet from the buildings. The language on the signs isn't English. I can't read it. It's Hebrew or Arabic, unfamiliar. I must be in the Middle East, Egypt, Israel, Sudan, or Iran. This doesn't surprise me, and incredibly, it doesn't scare me. I'm different now. You're not alone. You're not alone. You're not alone. You're not alone. I flex my fingers and roll my wrist and extend my elbows. Nothing seems to be broken or dislocated, so I stand. The pain is excruciating. Immediately, I'm supporting my weight, my hands on my knees. Something in the air reminds me of camping as a kid. S'mores. Stories around the campfire. Smoke. Smoke. Smoke is in the air. A heavy smell of smoke. Something is burning. The sirens are louder now. Closer. You're not alone. You're not alone. You're not alone. You're not alone. The city is waking up. Like me. I step a few feet toward one of the cars parked along the street, a heavily dented machine, and place my hand on its roof for balance. There's a metallic clunk as my hand touches down. Gripped in my palm is a gun, a Smith & Wesson 1911 45 caliber automatic. A feeling washes over me, a knowing, a still, small voice. I am alive. I am ready. No matter what comes at me, there is no weapon, no enemy formed against me that can prosper against me. Nothing can stand in my way. I am undefeated. I am more than a conqueror. I choose to win. I choose to fight. Heavenly Father, thank you for your faithfulness. I'm praying now to ask you for your wisdom and strength. You have not given me a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and you've given me a sound mind. Lead me. Empower me. Give me the strength of Samson and the wisdom of Solomon. Teach my hands to war. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. You're not alone. You're not alone. You're not alone. You're not alone. A knowing. Somehow I know to check my pockets. There, I find a couple of cell phones with no power and broken screens, a visitor's pass to somewhere, two wallets, a, a woman's small wallet and mine, and incredibly, I see that I am holding a tube of lipstick. I notice my shoulders feel heavy, weighed down, and I realize I am wearing a bulky backpack on my shoulders. It's clipped securely across the front of my chest. The black smoke billows. It's incredibly close. Something is burning. The sirens scream incessantly and loud. They are close. People start spilling from the buildings and into the streets. Families, men, women, children. Not American. Not Caucasian. Not happy. I begin to realize I 
am the cause of all of this. You're not alone. You're not alone. You're not alone. You're not alone. Panic screams fill the air. English screams. A woman screams. I see her now running toward me from the opposite direction of the smoke. Matt! 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 The most incredibly beautiful woman I have ever seen is running toward me, screaming my name. Matt, yes, my name is Matt and her name is Jessica. I remember it all. End of chapter 23. If you're still here, thanks for sticking around. I hope you enjoyed that reading. If you want to purchase Five Minutes to Live, the link is in the description below, and you can find my Facebook and Twitter links there as well. Drop me a line. Please subscribe and hit the bell so you know when the next chapter is released, and if you're enjoying this, please share it with your friends and family. Thanks so much, and I'll see you next time.